here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain. I would like to thank my supporters over at patreon.com slash bsmpod for continuing to support me and what I'm doing. And I would like to thank all the listeners and the viewers for tuning in, especially today. We have someone who has made a lot of cool things. If you love combo videos, Squid the Cat is someone who you could go to, look up the YouTube channel where you can find supremely amazing combo videos, especially the Dreaming Awake, if I am remembering correctly, the latest and greatest combo video that popped off on Twitter, and rightfully so, Squid the Cat. That's how we'll get started. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Good to be on as a guest i've been doing a my own podcast but i got the other experience now this, this is nice yes you know instead of being responsible and on the hook for recording and <laughs> such and needing to put it out it's super fun it's cool to be asked on to other podcasts that's happened to me a few times and it's really really cool and that's the reason why i reached out to you of course when you've done things that have come across on twitter like a lot of other people I go, oh, I would really love to ask. I'd love to ask Squid the Cat onto the podcast. Zach, you have so many things that you'd be able to talk about. And I would just go, wow, that's so cool. Especially with the way that you particularly want to, like the, the, the combo videos that you put out, there's a lot of care in that goes into it. And you are clip fiending, clip hunting. But of course, all, all things leading to when you started your morning melee podcast, the rest where you can find it, it's on YouTube, starting off with PGH Carol. And you've also interviewed Mech and Aklo and I'm missing Nathan. Yes. Nathan, Nathan sandwich. Yeah. You know, Nathan is going to get mad at me if he ever hears that bit <laughs> that I forgot. Nathan of all people I've had him on my podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologize, but it's really cool. It was really cool to listen to what you've done so far because I love how you give people space to be able to talk and tell their stories. You've probably seen this as well. Not always fun when you're watching an interview of some kind and there's just a lot of interrupting and whatnot. So it was really cool that you're doing that. You're also streaming on twitch.tv slash squid underscore the underscore cat. You have the YouTube channel. You're fainting on Twitter. Mm -hmm. You're going to be going to Genesis 8. I mean, what aren't you doing, Zach? Uh, winning my local is the only thing I'm not doing, but that's fine. <laughs> on oh, my way. A, a, fun, a fun tangent or theme that I've heard through the podcast episodes you've put out so far that I've listened to is that idea that competition is something that you do enjoy. You do love that. You love how it feels. And when you went back to the town, the event at the theater that homemade waffles and NorCal Melee come, kind of coming back through here, thanks to him and Nathan Sandwich just doing all the stuff up there in NorCal. Super cool. You went to the town and you really liked how it felt afterwards feeling, okay, I can feel that buzz of competition again because you walked away from playing in a lot of yeah. online events. You weren't really entering any for as at least five or six months, if I was, recall correctly. It was like, yeah, it was a while. But that's that's the tricky part, right? Because there's certain parts of Melee that you are very fascinated by, the punish, and things that you are not as fascinated by, the neutral. I'm oversimplifying your play style yeah, and what you yeah. search for in Melee, and you can get into it. But yeah, how do you feel competition has been for you super recently since you have entered one or two online events mm -hmm. and, and, of course, in-person events again? Um, so since 
the town throwdown was kind of like my awakening back into the competitive melee world. Uh, super awesome event I got. I forget what I placed, but good. <laughs> I did good. And then, um, and I went on after that to, uh, it was, it was that combined with our locals coming back once every other Sunday. And I've been getting first, second, and third at those. There's been five of them. Well, not, I haven't won, but I've gotten second and third, like, uh, I think at four of them and then like a fifth place or something. But I think I'm doing very good, like in the local scene right now. So that's been nice. And it's not just my, my placements and stuff. It's just that I'm feeling comfortable back in land melee and sitting next to my opponent, like just trying to be myself in the game anyway. Uh, which, you know, it helps and it hurts, but, you know, if I'm doing a weird comeback and I just have some spur-of-the-moment decision I make, you know, I can't take that back. It's just me, so I just do it. Um, but it's just nice to be back in competition. And then uh, one of the most recent things was I did Training Mode Tuesday, and that was interesting. That was, that was my first online tournament in, like, half a year, about like you said. And I was doing that kind of to get in the spirit of talking to Mech for my for my show on that Sunday. Cause I was like, well, he's gonna be talking about all these this grinding he does. Like I should at least try to experience it, you know, myself. <laughs> so I go in there, I I don't know what I expected, but I played something like twelve or thirteen sets in the ladder, like a pretty big amount, and then that's the first time I've made the bracket at TMT, so that was that was awesome too. That felt great. Um, I took a game off of Bobby Big Balls, but not the set. But still, uh, that felt good too. So I guess it's just been com competition for me has been good. I don't know if it's improving, but it's at least better than it was like when I kind of fell off a little bit from the online tournaments. I've still been improving, however fast or slow. I'm not really sure, but. How much of it has to do with, so Kadoran makes a video. Kadoran makes a lot of videos for the record, so good for Kadoran. But one of the more topic-sticky, uh, topic-heavy videos that I saw him putting out there and Mango reacting to it on stream and everything else is the idea that West Coast is not grinding as much as East Coast just based off of online numbers. And Kadoran saying, I really love to see more West Coast grinders kind of stepping up. And I wonder you surely have a fairly easy time finding people on unranked and probably have maybe somebody's not available at the drop of a hat on the master's channel of the on melee online discord or the people that you hit up. But I can't imagine that it's that hard for you to find matches because who wouldn't want to play you first of all, but also just there's, there's, there's somebody to play, to play melee with. What has been your experience though with finding matches? Because you're not entering online events where those are readily available. You're trying to find, you know, playing on stream, playing practice yeah. sessions so, and friendlies. So who am I who am I playing with during that like when I wasn't competing, who am I who am I playing basically? Yeah. Um so I I don't have many like practice partners. I really should. You know, there's people I know that I should hit up more. Um, who have really fun games with. Uh, I'd play a Marth named Witcher from Oklahoma. He's super fun. 
uh, and he's just in my chat. You know, a lot of people I meet on my stream. Uh, he and I started having some good games when I was like playing viewers, and some sometimes I just play my viewers. Honestly, I'm I'm not at that high of a level where my viewers are just gonna get rolled by me. We have really close games with like most of the people that watch my stream. So I like, you know, I just gotta be modest and you know, sometimes take a beating. Some some rando fox in my chat just kicks my butt. Um But uh so Witcher's a really good Marth I practice with like right about my level. Uh CPU zero I hit up for Jigglypuff practice sometimes, which is really nice. Um that was actually a funny one because he was my biggest win like last year probably ever i'm not sure but uh beat him in round two at main stage in winners that oh, was really that cool. was a big one yeah and then i i kind of messaged him after because he was his sportsmanship was i mean something to behold he was like he shook my hand he was like good upset like he was like that's amazing like i have to play more melee now and he like walked away wow he, he took it like i don't know he took it very well i i respected the heck out of that um and then i hit him up later like a couple weeks later i was like if you ever want to practice versus you know falcon do it so so sometimes we play that's good um but yeah it's just mostly it's unranked and then people i've just kind of met randomly i think i do need to play with the people i know more because that is better practice uh and there i have some like some pretty good practice partners now. Uh, you mentioned Kodorn, actually. He was gonna... Like, we've, like, talked about playing. You know, I, I talk about playing with a lot of people, and then I kind of don't follow up as much as I should. But, uh, like, Kodorn and I were like, yeah, we're both morning streamers. No one ever plays. Like, we should just play in the morning. Uh, I play Bobby Big Balls in the morning. Sometimes, if he's free, that's fun. Uh, but, yeah, it's mostly just whoever's around, whoever is in my chat, or... I don't know. <laughs> That's super cool, though, that you're able to yeah. find people who are able to give you a challenge in your in your chat as well. Because there you go, you just go live. You have an audience. You have a community, and if they love playing against you, as as the occasion permits, that's really really cool. I mean, I like that idea personally. There's there are streamers for melee where you can realistically expect I'm not gonna play sets with them. They're not gonna be throwing them out there. Yeah. So. It's really cool to hear you would be an example of someone who says, yeah, by all means, by all means. And I think of other people like Justice Dayflex and IBDW plays best of five with subs, if I recall correctly. And I think none does that. But like there, there are mainly yeah. streamers, of course, that do that. But like the fact that you would be so willing to do it, that's really, really cool. It sounds to me as if, and you have to understand for me, a, a non, not super competitive, not trying very hard player, so do not take this as criticism. I'm just hearing that yeah. you that you you're excited about entering events, but it's not purely about trying to improve and place better than you placed at at the last big tournament. If it's a big regional or a big major, you're thinking this is my next big regional or big major. I want to place uh, the same or or better. You don't necessarily think in those terms. And of course, if you played melee for six months without entering an online bracket, but you're still playing melee, then yeah, it's probably not the number one true priority for you, but you want to continue to play the game, and that's really yeah. cool. There's a, definitely a competitive drive, but it is I don't think it's my number one priority like a lot of players, and that's uh, that's fine. I don't think it's 
you know, a bad thing. Of course, like, losing still sucks. It still feels terrible. If I go to Genesis and go 2-2, I'm going to have a bad day. But, like, it's it's fine. And uh, I'm not entirely, like... I guess, like, the reason I go to them, it's just the, the community, the melee scene, and, like, seeing people I get to meet a million people I've met online now, you know, over COVID that I've never seen in my life. Um, and it's just though it's just that chance. I think, I think a lot of it is like the what if of, or the dream of going to Genesis and stuff. And like, okay. So some people probably have a dream of getting top 32, getting top 64, top eight. If you're like super like grinding, whatever. Yeah. I want to get to the stream setup. I've never gotten to a stream setup at a major before. And this is ridiculous. <laughs> and all I want to do is do that. Make the commentators freak out. Make the people spectating freak out. Probably lose the set. And then have a good time. That's all I... <laughs> like that, that's like the kind of thing that just makes me excited. Is, is things like that, I guess. When you were so. playing... When you were starting to play in about 2015, if I recall correctly, that's sort of part of your origin story. Apex 2015, if I... Thinking correctly. No, 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 no. I was not at Apex. No, no, no. no. Not at, at Apex. Was that the first event that you remember watching live? Oh, um, maybe. I, I don't remember which event in particular, but it transitioned from like, you know, brawl funny moments to Project M comma videos to Mewtwo King versus Mango sets, you know, and then I found some stuff on Twitch and started watching. So cool. Yeah, it was like the, it was like the... Mango Armada Grand Finals like era. It was it was around then. And that what an era to get into like Summer Smash <laughs> yeah. that kind of stuff. That's cool. Mm -hmm. So you didn't have necessarily have a lot of people. If you ask them, the more casual melee fan, who's the nuttiest Falcon who will make the audience go crazy but not win? That everybody usually will say none. But that wasn't the person that you aspired to when you were first starting out. Who was? the player or the Falcon player mm. that you were looking at and you were saying, I just want to do that on steroids. I want to move around so, so nicely, have such beautiful sh movement that I want people to not be able to think about anything else for the whole day. Question. I think because it, because it didn't start as like me wanting to uh, like have movement or look really, cool with my tech skill and stuff. I think it just started with understanding how fast Melee was because I started for Brawl with my friend. And then we were like, Project M was like kind of fast. And then we got Melee and we were like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. Um, so I think it was a combination of like the speed I, I knew was possible and my inspiration being Bizarro Flame and like that kind of disrespect you know go off stage and falcon punch every stock just because it's fun um like just that attitude and it those things just speed and tech skill and that kind of punishment game just mixed and then you have to throw in a little bit of actual fundamentals so i get good and that's kind of just how i'm here but uh as far as players i mean it was definitely s2j the most that i watched because wizzy wasn't really at the top top level yet so that yeah. that was peak johnny era i feel like 
uh, if you don't count right now because he's amazing right now. But it was like S2J, Bizarro Flame. Um, I don't. This might be a weird poll, but Blue Zone or Dead Blue Project M player. Uh, he used to go by Azarin. He has like seven tags. Uh, but incredible player. He's inspired me a lot. No, that's um, really cool. Shout out to PM. Shout out to P Plus. That's awesome. Um, and it's like all the kinds of things I would see on YouTube. You know, PGH Carol's channel, and like just comedy videos and things that made my eyes pop out of my face, and I just wanted to be cool like that. <laughs> How much do you feel like you're able to observe the content around you now as someone? I mean, you probably had this moment before. Someone comes into chat and is like, "Did you watch this? Did you see this yeah. melee clip?" They'll they'll be mm -hmm. like, "You should you should watch it." And I'm sure that happens uh, at least occasionally. So. Do you feel like you're able to see when somebody else who, if it be Nun or Moki, or I mean, it could be anybody else. It could be Zane. Zane does fun stuff. Is some of those mm -hmm. ed edge cancels. No, I, if, super fun. if anyone, if any player is feeling it, they will do something cool. Like, I don't care if you've been tech chasing me all game. If I feel like once they get in the like flow state, they're still going to be sick. It's like anybody. I mean, I still remember right. the PC drop forward air from Zane at that one SCL yeah. against none. I was like, where'd that come from? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was not expecting. I just felt like, not a character break for Zane, but I just wasn't ready to see that. But I don't watch enough of his streams. He does that a lot more than I give him credit for. Yeah. So, um, no, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna ask what you were asking because I like interrupted. <laughs> no, you're fine. But, I'm I'm sort of I'm sort of moving on now because I wanted to hear about I wanted to hear about when you get to this point where 2020 hits. This is COVID, and then rollback comes out. Everybody's excited about rollback. Everybody's excited about random stage select for on the first online rollback tournaments, all that fun stuff. But then mm -hmm. when 2021 finally comes back and IRL starts to slowly creep in, and you're someone who has had, you know, a mixed bag with online tournaments. You say, okay, yeah, but also no. Yeah. So when IRL stuff first started coming back, do you remember the first event that you went to that was in person, be it a local or that you traveled to? Yeah, that was, um, that was Bay Area Rumble, the, the second one, hosted by Nathan. That's in Concord, California. It's really really nice tourney. That was that was a good one. Was that in, so? That was in the summer of twenty twenty one. I think so. It was the first thing I went to after sure we were allowed to go to tournaments again. Do you so remember? I don't was, remember when. Do you, do you remember what that was like? Just in terms of the day you wake up and you go, "Oh my gosh, I'm actually playing melee with yeah. other people for real today." <laughs> Very excited. Um, just uh, just super. Super happy. I think I probably worked that day and just left work, like, going straight to the tournament, like, super pumped. Uh, it was kind of interesting, because I haven't ever been super connected to the NorCal scene until, like, now, basically, because I never really traveled for anything outside of my local, where, like, 20 people would show up. Uh... And then COVID hits, no one's going anywhere, and that's when I actually became, like, you know, now people know who STC is. Now I'm putting out Hunaways to Stomp Me content. My stream's growing because nobody's doing anything during COVID, so they're hanging out in there. 
Um, so I kind of like, and nobody knew I was NorCal. Literally, everyone <laughs> would come in and ask, where are you from? Do you compete? What? And like, <laughs> they still do. So a lot of people still do, but... Uh, so I'm driving to like Bay Area Rumble, right? And I know Nathan, I know a few of my friends from like local area that are going, so... Uh, and I'm not like... I'm not super bold in social places like that. I don't go over and be like, I am Squid the Cat. Wonderful to meet you. Like, I don't know. I don't do that. But yeah, that's really once I get to know people. Yeah. Once I get to know people, I I get to know them. And so I'm just I guess I'm just really happy and thankful for that tournament because now I'm like, I know all the NorCal people. I'm comfortable with all of them. I, you know, I've commentated with them. I've played them all in sets and stuff. So it's the one so, yeah, that after... well, you've gotten to commentate as well. You were commentating at the town. Mm -hmm. How cool is that? Yeah, the town was super fun. Um, I just think I get excited about watching the game. And so, I don't know. I just want to share that because I do it on stream all the time. Like, freak out about stuff that no one else really notices. And I have to be like, see that thing? And they're like, I don't care about that little tech skill thing, but I'm like, I do. And I'm going to tell you about it. <laughs> um, no, I think I just, I think I have nice things to say. And I just love watching, uh, watching the high level game. So I'll You're... take any commentary opportunity I get now. <laughs> oh, okay. So open for a commentary. I mean, I mean, Hey, I just, we don't wish for people to all of a sudden have to drop out or what have you, but I mean, what if you're just like kind of chilling as to say, Somebody's like, well, we need somebody. We need somebody. And you go, now I actually have to, like, introduce myself. Oh, boy, I don't want to do that. But if I do, I might get a commentary block for at least a few minutes or half an hour or something, squeeze myself in. Yeah. I don't know. Stuff, stuff like that. Because it's weird. I love how, yeah. how there are other people who play Melee but also realize in order to play Melee, you have to socialize. I have to socialize. It was so hard walking to my first local last year. Because I spent years not going to any Smash tournaments because I would tell myself, oh, I don't really know. Maybe I shouldn't do it. When the whole time, every time I would see Melee and competitive Melee, I'd just go, oh, it's a beautiful game. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd go, I really should go to one. And so last year was finally when I, when I did that and it was so hard. But like you said, it gets so much easier. Once you know people, once you have names, you can walk up to somebody yeah. and they know you as well. This was so much easier because I hate the concept of, hi. I'm Jesse. Um, yep. <laughs> Can we just get to the part where it's like a little bit more familiarity? Ugh, the first stage mm -hmm. is so tough. The first impression stage. So I definitely... Yeah, and my, uh, my beginnings in Melee were pretty funny. You know, I was like 15 and my dad would drive me two hours out to this thing because we had no locals ne near us or something. And I would... I mean, I just kind of like stand there, you know, I didn't understand how to go get games with people with these scary 20 year olds. Uh, and I was just kind of standing there and I just hang around and watch and then get 2 would And then leave. But I did that probably like five times, you know, and I went to I went to an entire Genesis like by myself. Like I didn't even have a hotel, you know, I was like like a kid. So I didn't really know what I was doing. I drove a. I drove there and back like every time, every day for just Saturday or Friday and Saturday. Um, but I was alone. I hardly, I mean, I knew of like two people there and I just didn't, I didn't meet anyone. I feel like it was a wasted major. Like I paid money and I went and it was <laughs> an awesome opportunity. 
I didn't say hi to any top players. I didn't take pictures. I didn't like. I didn't know how to attend a melee major, you know. And now I know how to do it. So <laughs> only it only took so, only so took four years. <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> to actually do a prop. No, that I'm so nervous about doing that with Pound. That'll be my first big, big tournament. Mm -hmm. I've I've only gone to a tournament with. 15 or 16 people in the bracket. That's been the biggest for me in person. So the idea of going to Pound, which will probably have, all told, a couple thousand people just between Ultimate, Melee, and everything else, and spectators, all the side tournament bracket stuff, or at least I hope. Huh. There seems like there's going to be a lot of people going to Melee, so I'm not nervous about that. But it's just I'm nervous yeah. about when I get there and I say, you've been psyching yourself up ever since you signed up to go up to people and say hello, most of whom you know because you follow a bunch of people on Twitter. That's me talking to myself. But then I'm really <laughs> nervous about the part where I, it's actually time to move my feet towards the people, and then I just don't. That's the part that I'm nervous about. But hearing you talk yeah. about it where you, you, you're, you're better for it. First of all, you're still here, and you stuck around long enough to get better at the game and figure out how to, how to make that all work being a person in that space even at a big major like genesis so that's really cool yeah and i'm it's ongoing process always i mean uh there's the time i mean main stage last year was this hilarious moment for me i was uh i don't know if you've heard this story i'd like to have told it on my stream before but i was warming up s fat for s2j mm. like in the back you know vip whatever there Top player zone. Yeah, got in there <laughs> somehow. Uh, warming him up, and Mango walks in because it's Sunday. He's doing commentary. He wasn't there all weekend. He walks in, and everyone's like, Mango, what's up, man? They all go over. They're saying hi. Fist bumps all around, you know? And uh, I was playing Gumi at the time, and Gumi, like, pauses, gets up and stuff, and I just kind of sat there. Like, I didn't, I didn't know if Mango knew me. I didn't want to be annoying if he didn't know who I was. And then I was just kind of like sitting out at the setup, like uncomfortable. Then I kept playing when Gooby came back. <laughs> and then he called me out on the commentary later. He was like, he was like, wait, that was Squid the Cat? He didn't say hi to me. What the hell? It's <laughs> 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 so, so I'm still learning these things, you know? I, a little more confidence might be helpful for, uh, for socializing. <laughs> That's 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 exactly the kind of nightmare scenario that I'm talking about where somebody goes yeah. and they say, oh, hi, person that I know. And I don't know that per that person. And I go, mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm supposed to follow. What are the protocols here? I don't have <laughs> I don't know what exactly I'm supposed to do. So, again, you're literally describing things that I've thought to myself. <laughs> I would really like for this to not happen. Like, I know you like Gumi. You probably don't think any less of Gumi when, you know, coming back and being like, you could have uh, just invited me along. That would have been a nice, <laughs> helpful thing for me. <laughs> well, like, I, I mean, I like I said, I, I hardly knew him. The only person I knew there was, was Zach, was S-Fat, mm -hmm. so, yeah. How did it go, by the way, for S-Fat when he played S2J? I'm trying to remember. I think it was S-Fat who moved on? Uh, I think he moved on. I I know that... <laughs> Oh, because Kadoran and Nesfat was loser semis, and then Kadoran played Hungrybox after that, if I recall correctly. Something yeah. Like that. No, he kind of he kind of tore through Johnny. He messed up some things that, I mean, obviously he wasn't messing up against me just because different levels there. It, he was playing me in Space Pigeon before. Um, 
But I was like watching it. It was a little close, but I think he just took it. Mm-hmm. Well, what I do, do you remember... think about the, the Spaceys versus the Falcon matchups? Because Falco, oh, I guess in particular, is a bit of a problem for Falcon players. But what's your perspective on it? Because you've, you've played enough, especially unranked Spaceys. You get the whole mm-hmm. gambit. I, I streamed today, and then I was playing for like an hour before this right now. And I think I played 20 Falcos today. But at least. <laughs> um, but that being said, I think Fox is the harder of the two. Falco, I can autopilot more. I know how to beat a lot of things. Uh, for me, Falco's like the patient, slower ones that are really methodical are going to get to me more easily. Uh, it's So against the rushdown Falcos, I'm just having a blast. It's amazing. And then against slow, methodical ones, it's kind of just a mental game of can I can I handle this? You know, can I can I feel okay when they're uh, being way over there and not in my face <laughs> where I want them to be? Uh, but yeah, and you just have to Falco and for Fox, I think you just have to know you're gonna get beat up. You're Captain Falcon. You're easy to combo. Uh, take it, take it with a grain of salt or whatever. Yeah, ha- whatever you have to do to still uh, keep your head in the game, because you all you have to do is hit them once. Fox or Falco, you just have to kill them. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think my defense is just better against Falco. I think that's all it means, because I play him a lot more, and I know what to do in a lot more situations. And then Foxes just kill me. Like you, I, once I have defense against Fox, it'll be a little better. And I something think. that you that you would have said on your morning melee podcast is talking about the methodical players just sort of driving you crazy because it's the antithesis of STC. The move is to go in. What's this? What's this going back or backing off nonsense? And especially Falco, I can see how that would be annoying because it's backing off and shooting lasers from far away. Yeah. Well, it's it's the it's what I crumble against, I think, is pressure without pressure, you know? And it's it's a beautiful thing that you could do this in Melee. Like, it's super impressive. I just can't see that and appreciate that when it's happening to me. Right, of course. Um, of course. Yeah. But, like, it's a, it's a Falco that will laser and then do absolutely nothing. Laser and then watch what I do after it. You know, they're not mindlessly just going in after it or being too crazy. Um, and I I think a lot of people, th- it's the neutral that's like gentle. It, does that make sense? Gentle neutral where you're just, just waiting. You both build damage for a nice 30 seconds and it's like, wow, this is, this is something. And then, <laughs> and then a combo just kind of gets picked up by someone and it's like these little gentle hits, but I want to... I want to read somebody's movement one time and kill them for it. It and it's it makes me impatient though. And it's like commit. That's the word I haven't said yet. Mm. They're not committing. Right. And I commit to every single approach that I do and it kills me. So because I don't think it's that I I lack all patience. I have like I have a little at least oh, after playing five play years. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just commit 100% for every single opening, and it's, it's wild. 
Well, the part of the part of the thing is, is that Falcon seems like the character where they talk about Fox wave dashing in place, just wave dashing straight down to kind of mimic doing an option, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And other than narrowing in place, it's not like you can stomp in place a whole lot. It's not like you can yeah, just... you'd get whiffed punished for all that stuff, you yeah. know. Right. That space is one it. Kind of hard to just say, hey, I'm gonna do th- something. I mean, other than expert expert dash dancing and absurd yeah. amount of dash dance falcon's got a great da- dash dance of course that's great but there's almost like this idea that because the spaces have projectiles because they have shine they can just again they're willing to play a rushdown style or they're willing to play a more hit and run style and falcon if he's uncomfortable it's just it's kind of a ticking bomb or like a time clock yeah, yeah, yeah. where Oh no, I, I'm not ready. I, I, I haven't to play this right now. I haven't needed 15 seconds. What am I doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> I must must go. Must me. Race race car man, go fast. So, would you say that when you have to sit down against a fox or a falco in bracket though, what is the first thing that you think when you're? I mean, maybe you're not even thinking about the character. Maybe you're thinking about the person that you're playing. But what do you think of first when you see? the spaces get selected on the screen against you in a tournament set. Uh, don't screw it up. You know, this matchup <laughs> is what I think to myself, <laughs> but uh, I, I just think of all the things I kind of have, I guess now that you mentioned it, I have like a checklist almost mm-hmm. like a, probably a bad checklist to have because it's just unranked habits. But if I'm playing a Falco, I will think, will they double laser from ledge? Will they, Laser down air, will they not overshoot so I can just Lord Stomp them the whole set? Are they um are they a tech in place person? Are they a tech out person? You know, I and I tried I try not to box people up, but when they do something like five times, I'm like, okay, like that's kinda who you, where you're at right now. Yep. And if I don't see you adapt, then uh I just cut try to punish those things. Cause cause like I like I said, I'm I'm trying to commit 100% on something that I know is going to happen. Uh, I believe will happen. <laughs> and so I just look for those things immediately. Is the, is the fox a full hop near person? Are they a short hop near person? Um, do they laser a ton in the corner? Or are they always on top of me? Like, so I think it's... And if I've played them before, you know, I recall the last times. So I'm like, what were they doing last time? Uh... But yeah, I probably I think I just do that for all the matchups that I am familiar with, uh, somewhat. So you watch enough melee, and I'm sur- I'm sure you've played played East Coast players in your time. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about like the idea that I have right now is the concept that you're describing how to figure out and call out habits or just tendencies that a player will have seems to be something that all melee players need to do but it seems to be a strength of the west coast you know it's that idea of like robot versus playing the game or robot versus playing mm-hmm. the player kind of a thing do you think that's yeah. at the core of that or like sorry do you think like that the regions when you're when you're looking at how somebody's playing as compared to watching yourself almost i don't know even a robotic or like a methodical player can't watch their own character you have to watch what the other person's doing but maybe i'm not coming across super clearly I think I I think I get it. Like um 
Well, because I, I don't keep my eyes on the other person all the time. I definitely don't. I watch myself, like, probably too much. <laughs> but it's just a general understanding of where I am and where they are on mm -hmm. stage. That's just all I keep in the back of my mind. Because I don't need to see... Well, maybe I do. Maybe I have bad neutral. But <laughs> I don't pay attention to, are they wave dashing right now? Is there... Is there... Uh, like, are they doing this and going to leave me an opening with this up tilt or something? I just kind of... It's like a blob just on this side of the stage. Yeah. Like, I'm just good. I want to hit that area, this general area. And, uh... But I never aim for the blob. I aim anywhere except what the blob is. So I either aim for, like, the ledge, or I full hop knee right here by the side plat. At, like, if there's a spacey under a platform, that's what I'm aiming for, is, like, these two spots. You know, I just... All I do is never attack where they are. Um, because they're gonna do some shit. And I'm gonna hit them sometimes. <laughs> well, no, you're playing but, a ca character that has, like, a little bit more frame startup, so aiming yeah. for oh, uh, yeah. the character is great. I have to, I have to have my move out so much, so far before yeah. anyone else has their move out for it to for it to hit. I think, I think people that don't play Falcon don't understand that how hard that is. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've. They're like, they're like Falcon's the fastest like character. Always throwing out the knee too late. I'm always throwing everything out yeah. too late, especially stomping like, knee. They're like Falcon's, Falcon's the fastest character in the game. I'm like, dude. <laughs> All of his moves come out frame 16 or something. <laughs> like, <I don't> <laughs> uh, but, like, it's it's kinds of speed, you know. Of course he can be the fastest in the game. You have to use it super well uh, to be effective. But when it's done right, it's it's a thing of beauty. And there's so many fast Falcons right now. Uh, Soof is ridiculous. Um... Mech is a weird example because he's slow, but then fast randomly. Um, yeah, can dial up none. I think none. I've heard and I've I've played him, and I feel like he's definitely the fastest Falcon right now. But I mean, you can't can't really compare them. They're all ridiculous. That that is the most fun part is that somehow somehow each top level Falcon, at least the top three, right? Wizzy, S2J, and None all play slightly differently even though it's always it's, it's a little harder for me as a a not great player to sort of recognize that at all times but you would know yeah so like i guess you could say what your favorite part about is for someone like s2j who we don't get to see a ton of on on twitch uh as of like you know like online events as lately stuff, yeah lately so i remember watching s2j do really well at stuff like Four Local Fight Night last year for mm -hmm. online events, but haven't seen a super ton recently. What's something that you see from S2J so that you don't have to like span all the Falcons? You can just name something yeah. from S2J that you really. Oh, like. sure. Um, I mainly notice movement when I look at any kind of melee. Uh, and I get these kinds of questions a lot, you know, from chat and stuff. Definitely just about the Falcons, the notable ones, but S2J never touches the ground. He he has, like, Peach Float powers and Jigglypuff powers that no other Falcon ever has. <laughs> and, like, if, and then right when you don't think he's going to fastfall, he finally does the first one that he's in, like, 30 seconds that he's been playing. He finally does. He's, like, a, he's floaty. He just, he's, his spacing and floatiness is ridiculous. It's 
super pretty. Um, and yeah, I don't think any other Falcon moves like that. That's one thing. That's super interesting. So then I wanted to ask you, and I should have asked you earlier when we were talking about tournaments that you've attended, but I remember you attended, you attended Riptide, right? Yeah. And this was also the event that you got DQ'd out of bracket. Mm -hmm. Probably not your favorite memory. I'm just curious what you remember from that tournament. I vaguely recall reading your thread about it on Twitter when oh, yeah. you were, you know, obviously in the heat of the moment and of course flying all the way from NorCal to Ohio. So a lot of emotions, but like looking back on it, what do you remember from that weekend? So there is a, there's an untold riptide story that I might have to share with you, but uh, as far as initially getting DQ'd and stuff, that, that was super, super disappointing. I felt like I was playing super good all day. And I, I was, I'm a morning person. I was in the venue when it opened at nine. I played, I met PGH Carroll. I played Nick for like two hours. And then I went and found some other people. I was practicing. I thought I was playing super good. And I was just waiting for 1 p.m. I was like, when's it going to be one? I, I want to play. I'm, I feel good. And one comes around and I go over there and then I just, I figure out what happened and my heart just sinks. I mean, it, it was very, very sad. And I mean, I've learned my lesson now, you know, it's one of the things I'm learning how to go to majors, I guess, because mm -hmm. what happened with Smash GG had the PST time zone, the Pacific time zone. When I looked at it the week before on my phone, I was like, OK, my pulls at one. And then I fly out to Ohio and the time zone changes on the websites. And so it was actually like 11 or 10 or something in the morning. And so I will never not check my phone again. The second I wake up when it's my pool. <laughs> so I will always double check that now. And then one person I met at Riptide was Jack Kenny. I don't know if you know Jack, but he he uh, helps run those events. The uh, like Low Tide City and what was the one before? I think it was Low Tier. Smash and Splash. Oh, Smash and uh, Splash. Right. Of Smash course. and yes. Splash was I his thing. It. Yeah, he helped a lot of people with it or it was his tournament i i forget uh to guy though and he was he knew all the people running riptide you know it's kind of like smash and splash too yes shout out to jack he i also knew him from the falcon discord that's where i met him and he's like uh he's just a, a super homie you know we met we played there and it was super fun and then he heard about my bracket situation and I found him, we were talking and stuff, and he was like, you know, I haven't played yet. I was like, okay, like, I hope you do good. And he's like, no, I hope you do good. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> and uh, that's, you know, everyone's wearing masks in this tournament, and Jack happens to be named Jack, and my name is Zach, and we happen to have the same color eyes and hair and about the same height. <laughs> and, so he goes over to the TO table and we, we realized we were literally like the same seed too, like right next to each other in the seating of the whole tournament, like a thousand people or whatever. <laughs> he goes over to the TO desk and he, we ask, you know, I didn't want to be mean. And we ask and they were like, we cannot just, we cannot switch the people, you know, Smash GG's doesn't work like that. Um, but I mean, Jack's kind of like homies with these guys. And so at the TO desk, some of them were like, but you know, like there's not really 
anyone checking, you know, it's not like we're going to know if you ever did something like that. But like, I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> so uh, the rest of the tournament, I, I, you know, I have my mask on. I'm, I'm waiting for like, I think 1.32 p.m. was his pool. And I'm over there just like playing friendlies right next to it. I, I'm playing Green Falcon now with the tag Jack on it. <laughs> my plan was if anyone asked who I was, I say Zach, but it's muffled under a mask. So they think Jack, Jack Kenny. Cool. It's just this guy. And so I play. I played in tournament at Riptide as Jack and I did pretty good. I, oh, I literally was, I was one set away from getting top 64, or like getting out of pools. <laughs> um, it, was, it was good. And icing on the cake of the story is uh, to get out of pools, I played the Samus. I am so sorry, I forget his, his tag, but a very nice Samus. And we had a Game 3 last dock on Dreamland. We're both, you know, 130, 150%. We have both like hit each other off like three or four times. Can't edge guard, shaky, <laughs> freaking miserable. Let's go. Um, yeah, adrenaline melee for sure. And uh, he gets the kill and absolutely like pops the hell off. You know, he stands up. It was, it was you know, amazing moment for him. I shake his hand and stuff. And I, I slowly learn after this that that person is from Jack's local scene. Like, Jack knows this guy, and they've played a bunch of times, and he's never beaten Jack Kenny. And that's why he popped off so hard, because he <laughs> finally beat this Falcon Demon of his in bracket out of Major. <laughs> and he, like, you know, we talked, you know? I did rock, paper, scissors. We talked before the set and after the set. Um... <laughs> And then I go, I go report all of this to Jack. I'm DMing him on Twitter. I find him in the, in the venue and we chat and we're just cracking up about it. And then he's like, I have to tell that guy. I have to tell my friend that that wasn't me. And so I'm, I'm like back at my hotel room. It's like 10 p.m. that night. I'm super tired. A uh, really fun day. Crazy day. I mean, emotional roller coaster day, really. Yeah. But, yeah. but I'm there and I, just, I get a DM from that Samus player. And he just says... I fucking knew it. <laughs> we both just cracked up. I was like, oh my god. My camera died. No oh. worries. But that was a that was a hilarious story. Riptide is memorable for me because of that one. Hello? There we go. There's still <laughs> there is still a limited amount of smurfing. Limited amount, okay? Let's not this is not yes. need to be a whole thing. I, I do not, yeah, and I mean no disrespect to tournament organizers or anything. I did not want to ruin the, I knew, see, I knew I wouldn't make it far enough in a bracket for that to matter. Yeah. You know, like, it didn't, it didn't change anything, so, but I, I know I, I, like, won't do that again. That's definitely a one-time thing. Just a, a funny spur-of-the-moment decision. <laughs> um, the story of Zach, I mean Jack, I mean Zach. It's a great, it's <laughs> I would love to like just be there's so there's the realization right and it's not as much fun for you when you realize that you that you missed your pool that wouldn't be really super fun to see but what would be super fun to see this is like an episode out of a TV show or something like just like this would be the his his best tournament win ever a validation of all the melee that he's played at this point to beat Jack 
only to find out afterwards that like the entire time he thought something's off. This is not the yeah, way Jack Norris plays. He sounds different. He's not saying mm-hmm. the things that he normally says. I mean, he always starts by doing rocks during rock, paper, scissors. Something yeah. is wrong. <laughs> but I can't, I don't want to say you're not Jack. That's so funny, dude. <clears throat> that, would be, Another... that would be interesting to see like if if somebody was in the room, like, ah, oh, Jack should have filmed him. It wasn't me. I knew uh, it. Yeah, that would be so fun. To watch. Yeah, it's, that's one of the best breaking tournament memories. Uh, um, one of the, just like a side note that I've realized is every major I've like attended or every regional I've attended I lose to a Samus every single time. It's always to get out of pools I play a Samus for some reason. Mm. Every single time. Let's see. <laughs> Who are the Samuses so, out in NorCal, though? Because I can take a... YCZ. Like... Oh, okay. Um, YCZ, Daryl, Jamps, and there's a couple more. There's a lot of good Samuses up here, though. Oh, that's I feel really like. cool. That's awesome. Or at least a handful, you know, four or five. Right, because I'm having a hard time getting beyond Morse Code and the Swooper, who I feel like playing netplay tournaments. They're East Coast, yeah. Yeah, semi. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there's obviously there's also DA West, but uh, like up and down on commitment, also playing other stuff. You get it. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool though. There's more than so. I thought about YCZ, but it's hard because SoCal and NorCal. I I don't live out there, so it's it's tough. I will occasionally get them mixed up. I'll be like. Yeah, where, where I I don't I don't know if he's NorCal or SoCal. I forget. Oh, okay. About YCZ, yeah. For, in specifically, he, he was at the Town Throwdown, so I think he's he's NorCal. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. you know, that's that's YCZ, another though. some some great dude. videos on Sa- like eighty plus ways to recover with Samus. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He uh, that's one of the people I know that plays a character I need matchup experience against that I just don't hit up ever. Never want to play with him, even though I do. <laughs> Someday. No, but us, us playing is freaking ridiculous. We played in Bracky, we played some friendlies before, and it's like... I mean, he's... If I played Samus, I would be YCZ. It's... <laughs> it's ridiculous. Just like if I played Peach, I would be Ryobeat. Like, I always find this... The similarities. Mm. And if I play those people, the, the friendlies are just... I don't think I'm learning anything from that. It's just a <laughs> freaking mess of tech skill and stupid edge guards. But so much fun. Watching Ryo beat clips on Twitter is such a treat. And especially the combo videos as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's you, it's Ryo beat, it's Justice, Texas mm-hmm. Fox player. I mean, those are the combo videos I make sure to watch. Those three. Hmm. Yeah, there's so many people to look out for. It's it's hard. It is there's, hard. Of course, I know a ton of Falcons because I'm just really in that community. I'm in a couple communities. Like I have my stream, you know, Discord. Like the three I'm on the most is like my stream Discord, Boostopolis, and then the Falcon Discord and NorCal. So it's like that's kind of like my three communities, really. So of course, I know about like. I'm always waiting for the next Bab Activated video. I'm always waiting for the next BB360 video. And, uh, like, if Chef ever works on something, I'm freaking ready for that. But, like, there's a ton of Falcon comedies to look out for all the time. 
um save state makes amazing stuff oh my gosh i feel bad oh, i'm so sorry save state every single link clip never mind <laughs> i always forget when i'm thinking of the ones that i make sure to watch i then forgets at least at least if at least somebody no, there's so many good players and cool people you, you gotta forget someone um man i don't know there's some there's some YouTube channels that are just like committed to their craft, you know, that only put out combo videos. And those are those channels that I just think are legendary. And the two that come to mind are what I said, uh, Bad Activated and BB360. But their channels are just combo videos, and that's all. <laughs> that's amazing. It's a legitimate art form even still. <clears throat> I mean, people talk about the decline of combo videos. It's not how people get into Melee anymore. And yet... I would want to show someone dreaming awake, like it, the just in terms of, do you do, yeah. you do you have you ever played melee? Oh, I used to play melee. I know Falcon Punch. Let me show you how Falcon Punch <laughs> works nowadays. I mean, the, that's that is the yeah. video to show that person. No, definitely, and I don't think they're going anywhere. I mean, comedies will not die mm -hmm. as long as I'm here. As long as all these people are here that are doing it, let's go. You know, and. Maybe it's not, maybe they don't have the views they used to, but I don't think it matters. Like, cause I don't think I, when I make these artsy things, you know, that that is my favorite thing to do too. You look at my channel, I have like stream highlights. I have like funny shit posts like I did on April 1st this year. I have uh, the podcast. I have uh, random other projects that I do, but my favorite thing is the artsy the artistic melee things to music that I love. Mm -hmm. That is my favorite thing in the world to create. Uh, there's the tech skill video, and we go gentle. There's dreaming awake combo video. There's uh, defining swag. The whole combo video series I did yeah. last year. Um, those those things are what I put like every ounce of passion and love I have for melee into, and it's like it's just such an experience to make them, and then just. Even if, you know, maybe one doesn't get a bunch of views, like, I don't really feel bad about that. As long as there's one person in the comments or one person who doesn't comment, but they think to themselves, like, this is super sick. As, as long as one person is, has a life-changing experience, that's all I care about. Because, like, that's what it's about. Since since it was such a successful most recent one, Dreaming Awake, it just got a lot of attention on Twitter in particular. And I guess, yeah, yeah eleven thousand views is good. That's great for a combo video. Yeah, for and a I'm combo sure video now, yeah, definitely happy definitely. with that. Like, do you feel any sort of pressure about well, what's the next one going to be like? Because I don't really feel that with like getting a getting somebody like you, for example, or getting to talk to. I got to talk to Amsa, and I've gotten to talk to mm. UPU. So like. Then I think about what's gonna be what's it gonna be like in the next episode of the podcast, and I just like I'm like, yeah. it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Like I'm the only one who can make it a big deal. It stops it now. Just have right? to stop here. My brain needs to tell me it's okay. That that part doesn't really matter as much. Yeah, you have to be like in the now, you know, and not care about it. But like, and I've made so many at this point that the numbers don't matter as much. You know, even even if there's a big number, like wow, that did super good, but. Um, that's just like what I was saying. I kind of care. I'm I'm also trying to I'm trying to impress myself at this point. 
Mm. I counted I counted like a month ago and I have 58 combo videos on my YouTube channel. I was like, I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to impress myself now. Like the things I'm doing in the game, the editing, the how it goes with the music, how I do it all, like I want to see new stuff too. I'm not going to be bored and do the same thing a bunch of times over and over again. So uh I think all it is is a waiting game because Dreaming Awake was successful and it was that good because I didn't post something like that for three months mm -hmm. and I was just playing and grinding and finding new stuff and exploring, you know, punish even more. And so maybe I'm not putting out a combo video every month or every three weeks or two weeks like I used to, but I think I'm just, I want to make those ones more now those spiritual experiences, the crazy mm -hmm. uh, things like that. So it's just a waiting game of how patient am I and and how long can I wait before I'm too giddy and excited to like edit and make it. Uh, so Dreaming Awake was what, three weeks ago? So it's been almost a month now and I'm starting to get a little like make something, but, but I just have to hold on to it. So because then I, that's when I can outdo myself is is if I wait even longer just being proxy to pgh carol will help i mean you guys you guys <laughs> went over this about how pgh carol will hold on to things for literal years and have yeah, throwaways I'm... that i'll be like oh my gosh mm -hmm. these are just throwaways so... i did do that actually i had like a comedy video i put out before dreaming awake that was like the stuff i wasn't gonna put in dreaming awake but i still got it in that time frame and i was like <laughs> i decided to do this in like five like you know, two hours, like, here you go, and the comments are like, what? Like, these, aren't, these aren't worthy? But I was... So I might do that, you know, to kill time while I, like, wait for these bigger projects to come into fruition, but... You're just playing with all of our hearts over here, but I do appreciate <laughs> that you're... That you're you're sort of taking a different approach this year as compared to last year. Last year, like you said, I mean, the defining swag. It was once a month, and that is that is impressive in of itself. To yeah, I mean, close. at least, but yeah, that you gotta that you yeah, you put out more than twelve of them. Didn't you put out like fifteen? Some of them were like interludes, which were honestly my favorite parts of them because they were just super condensed. My favorite like clips of that quarter of the year and i just put it in like a 45 second little interlude song and i just loved those because i went crazy with editing on them too but that's why there were so many because there was like five of those that were like a minute long gotcha gotcha well it's all good yeah. i need to move my camera because i got to get to the patreon questions we got here while i'm doing that i will also share an idea what if you instead of Instead of having Samox or somebody else making a documentary about something in Melee, what if instead of them editing the hype parts of the documentary, they come to you and they say, we need you to, uh, yeah, we need you to beef this up or we need you to like provide clips because the time, they mm. don't have clips or something. I don't know, <clears throat> doctor footage, something. Would that be something that would interest at all or would you say uh you know there's probably another editor that you could find that might do a better job than me or would you want to be interested in taking on something like like they want me for part of their project to like to make my own thing and then use it in their project yeah i guess like to collaborate yeah it would depend on a lot of things that i mean that piques my interest that sounds cool um 
like something with, you know, something with Golden Guardians or like Beyond the Summit, you know, those kinds of things could be super cool. And I, I think I'm advanced enough at this point in some of my editing stuff that I could, I could collaborate with some people like that, but it would just depend on what it is. You know, if I like the idea, if I want to be a part of the idea, you know, um, a big thing for me is if it's a combo video you're talking about, I'm not really sure if that's what you're saying, but like, if it's a combo video, one big thing for me is I have to edit it. They're, they're my mm. clips. I, like, I have to put it together. It's your there's, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And there's other things like some people, especially top players, a lot of people make combo videos for them. And I'm not entirely against it, but I just like, it's more from the soul and artistic, I think, when it's one person's vision. It's like all there. Yeah, it's more pure. And you're the one who, you're the one who actually played the character in those clips. And then you, you are... know what it, you felt like in the moment. And you know what you want it to feel like when they watch. Yes. So you could do that. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a there's the idea, oh, you can have different kind of perspectives go into it, but then it's also like, well, okay, well then you're trading away having that just be a singular journey. Well, which totally makes sense. So we have some patron questions. You would know Connor, aka Contra, a NorCal TO. And by the way, shout outs to Connor for living Getting that, getting that gall, the, the gallbladder thingy up and at, and and surviving all that fun so, stuff. A little bit of a scare there over the weekend. But let's go, yeah. Connor. Finding the time in the recovery process to submit questions. So let's get them in. And these can be, you can be the, make these as short as you want, and then we'll get you going. So, what would you say is the most underappreciated or underrated combo video, either one of your own or somebody else's? These questions are like catered towards me, aren't they? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um there's there's hundreds. Um I think <laughs> a video on this channel called it I put a video out last year of my top ten like favorites that I saw that whole year, 2021. This one got I believe number two on that list. It is called Halloween, but it only has one L. It's just all lowercase Halloween by a Mewtwo named Dirtian. D-E-R-D-I-A-N, Dirtian, I think. It is ridiculous. It goes so hard. And it has my favorite moment of any Melee video in history with a Mewtwo down smash. I was going to guess down smash. Either that or, either that or just like the, the nuttiest down air. But those are, those are two of my favorite Mewtwo yeah. moves that I see. You just get it just right. Ridiculous. Oh. It, okay. I I've watched that. Though. I think I think I've watched that ten times, and I get chills at that moment every time. It's it's a metal song. It goes so hard, and there's like a build, and it stops, and he does uh, like the craziest movement into disable. They're sitting there, and he it stops, and he just hits the hits the down. That's awesome. I can it's, picture it. I can picture it. It is oh, ridiculous. Exactly. But That's yes, cool. look, look that up. Let's look go, Dirtyan. Let's go. <laughs> what would you say is the most underutilized move for combos? I mean, you can keep it for yourself or your Falcon. My Falcon underutilized. Impossible. Hmm. But if you had to pick a move. 
I see you using. I don't. Well, I, I don't use up tilt, and I don't use well, not very much, and mm -hmm. I don't use falcon kick. I'm working on a lot of falcon kick ideas right now. That's good. Uh, That's good. There's a few things like up throw into it can kind of juggle, and mm -hmm. then there's a falcon I know named Fat Max who actually has fantastic combo videos as well. But he is he excels for some reason at falcon kick trading off stage with Firebird and Firefox. <laughs> and you, so they're right here and he jumps off falcon kicks him and they kind of just hit each other both with fire and like bounce off of each other right and he like continues edge guards like that so i, I want to be doing that too i'd love that that's awesome because like at a high enough damage you get hit especially yeah you live like the, yeah the firebird the firebird sends you directly up so it'd be hard to di onto the stage tech jump off knee smack you, you live i mean yeah it's that's an idea but i mean i can't wait to see that in that you're, yeah. the, you're the one who has to do that i'm sorry i can't that's just cook them up I, it would be my pleasure it. that's that's uh, that's fine all in good time all in good time and then what would you say has been you can either keep it to just this year or 2021 your favorite song that you use for one of your combo videos Um, I like to use as many different kinds of music as possible so I can mess with different feelings. Yeah. Because the game can feel however you want it to if you edit correctly, you know, if you make the experience like you want it to be. So Dreaming Awake was definitely the most successful. I did that. And a type of song I'd never used before. So I would say that. But a completely flip-flopped, like, opposite uh, feeling would be Defining Swag Part 8, Come Down, uh, is by Anderson Pack. that song. That is a very good one, too, I think. And I forget the last question, so sorry, Connor, but, Zach, it's been such a pleasure having you on, and we've gotten to hear about a lot of stuff that you're doing that you have done. Got a lot of great stories in my... <laughs> My new favorite story about smurfing. It's better than any other <laughs> smurfing story I've heard so far. So that's great. And before we get you going, I just want to make sure that you can plug all the things that you want to, shout outs you want to make, that kind of stuff. Plug absolutely everything. Um, my brother, my oldest brother, Josh, at iPlayMelee on Twitter. Um, he is like my manager. He's my inspiration for Melee. He helps me with everything. He went to Riptide with me. We're going to Low Tide City uh, this year. Uh, just a wonderful person to have while I'm in my melee journey, wherever it's going. So shout outs to It's Apple, uh, Josh. And the shout outs to North Bay Melee for the locals. Everyone showing up. Uh, Nikonics and IBS, $20, who are my basically rivals right now. <laughs> we're we're top three at all the locals, and so I just need to beat both of those guys. <laughs> um, inspirations, just in general, I was already talking about them. Bizarro, PJ Carroll, Blue Zone, and uh, anyone who makes combo deals in the world. <laughs> so thank you. Inspire for at least this one amazingly cracked Falcon player over at Northern California. You can find, so I'll, I'll make sure to help you plug where, to, where the people can find you. <laughs> at Raptor Boost on Twitter, this will all be in the I description. I can't believe I got that handle. 
that that was one of the best days of my life <laughs> i went on twitter handle. and just changed my handle i was like there's no way it's available and it was available <laughs> i was like literally you don't have to do underscores or anything it's at raptor boost on twitter <laughs> although there is yeah, some right. uh, underscores for the twitch like i said earlier twitch.tv slash squid underscore the underscore yeah. cat <laughs> And then if you look up Squid the Cat, all one word on YouTube, you will surely find the YouTube channel where you can see all of the combo yeah. videos, all 58 plus of them. And then you also have- Oh, don't, don't, watch, the, don't watch the early ones. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, no, you get to see the progression. And then you get to also watch and listen to the Morning Melee podcasts, which again, all people doing Melee podcasts, super, super cool. Love the fact that you're doing it as well, Zach. And then yeah. there's- Oh, wait, I covered everything. Or did I miss a place you got that you'd it. like to be active? I think you got it all. No? Is there a place no. you'd like to be active otherwise? That's it. That's all. Yeah, the look, the little TikTok <laughs> thing. I'm not getting into it for now, <laughs> but I mean, I recognize its place. Lots of views, blah, blah, blah. I'm just, it's not for me, not we'll yet. See. see if I get off my lazy butt and have to do that sometime. Mm -hmm. but. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm just happy doing like three or four or whatever places yeah. I'm on, so... Uh, that feels like enough for one person to handle. But I definitely get it. But, Zach, thank you so much for joining me on Bottom of Smash Mountain. Thank you for having me. It was, it was wonderful.